hey, welcome in to another episode of That's the Truth Podcast. I am your host, Jay Gallegos. And as always, together, we want to get a little closer and becoming what God has called us to be so we can be effective and make an impact in every area of our life. We love having conversations that inspire us to become what God has called us to be. And that is why we get together like this. We love providing some type of value. And as always, a big thank you to everyone who has shared, subscribed, rated, provided any kind of feedback. If you've gone out of your way to do that, I want to thank you so much for that. And that is what literally keeps this platform going. Thank you to those who have shared it on social. If this has provided of any kind of value to you, I encourage you to share it with others and go ahead and invite them to the community. And I want to jump right into what I want to share with you today, what I felt in my heart is sharing. I, I had shared this public publicly already once before, but I had never shared it on here. And I want to share it with you all today. Just the other day, my son noticed the numbers on the speedometer on the uh, in, in, in our truck. And he, he noticed how fast the truck could possibly go. He noticed the last number off to the right. And he noticed exactly the last number that said 120. And he asked, what is that number? What is that 120? And I was like, well, that's supposedly the top speed of the vehicle. And he goes, well, why don't we go that fast? Like, well, we can't go that fast because there's a speed limit. The truck has a capacity to go that fast, but we can't go that fast because that'll get us into some legal trouble that we don't want to get into. So I started explaining. He started asking questions after questions. He said, well, the truck can go 120 miles an hour. Why don't we go that fast? Well, we have a speed limit. And and it made me think in a very similar way in our life, we're built with a high level of capacity, we have the capacity to accomplish so many things, so many complicated things. And we have the capacity to break through barriers and limits and break through uh, thresholds that hold us back. And we have the capacity to accomplish amazing things in our life. And in a very similar way, somehow, some way we become in our life limited by something or maybe someone that entered in our, in our life, maybe something that we heard began to set into our heart and in our mind and began to limit us some kind of way, never took away the capacity, never took away the capacity, never took away the potential, never took away the purpose. But what it really did was something that we heard, something negative that we heard, maybe set some kind of limit in our, in our mind maybe set some kind of limit in our heart that allowed us to believe that we never had the capacity to go faster. And I believe the the fastest car in the world can go anywhere between 250 miles an hour to maybe a little over 300 miles an hour. Now, does that make it a legal vehicle to drive on a normal highway? Probably not because any highway that you go to, with the exception of Europe, you're going to have some type of speed limit. The car can go well over 300 miles an hour, but in reality, you're always going to be limited because there's some type of speed limit everywhere you go. Now, does that does that negate the capacity of the vehicle? Absolutely not. The potential is there. The capacity is there. The power is there. The 
aerodynamics are there. All of that is still there, although you're just limited to 75 miles an hour on the highway. Maybe depending on where you live, maybe it's 80 where you live. The people in Europe, they get to go on the Autobahn and have no limit for a certain amount of time. And just like that in our life, we have the capacity to accomplish so much more. We have the capacity, but something, maybe maybe somehow anxiety, depression, maybe a negative comment made us self-conscious somewhere, somehow. And that began to set roots in our life, set roots in our heart. And somehow that began to set some kind of limit to our potential, set some kind of limit to our capacity. And it, and it programmed us to remain at that level. And this is why it's important today. I want to share with you this word. Greatness breaks barriers. Greatness breaks barriers. And I want to read out of Matthew 27, verse 63 through 67. And it says this, Matthew 27, 63 to 67. The next day, the one after preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, and they're referring to Jesus, we remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, after three days, I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal the body and tell the people that he was, that he has been raised from the dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. Take a guard, Pilate answered. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. Verse 66 says, So they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. Now, this is a pivotal moment in scripture and pivotal moment in Christianity and pivotal moment all the way up till today, current day. This is a pivotal moment for salvation, a pivotal moment for our freedom spiritually, physically, for so many different aspects and so many different applications. But we're talking about Jesus. And now this is the day after they prepared his body. Now he is, he's in the tomb after the crucifixion. This is the same Jesus that, is, that preached, I am the way, I am the truth and the life. This is the Jesus that is now breathless in the tomb. This is the same Jesus that, that preached about living water and about abundant life and a, and a kingdom that many perceived as, as upside down or a kingdom that didn't make sense. And here is Jesus now breathless, a dead Jesus inside of a, of a tomb. And then now they're, more worried about somebody coming and stealing the body. They're worried about somebody making some kind of erroneous claim that he did resurrect. Although they never even considered the fact of what he used to preach. They never considered what truth he was talking about. He told them that he would die and res resurrect on the third day. They never took it into account. And they said, just in case he was he was onto something. We're just going to make it secure. We're going to put a guard up front and we're going to make it secure with a seal that nobody would even be brave enough or bold enough 
to break into, to steal the body, and then later claim that he resurrected. So this is the same Jesus that preached about abundant life and a, and a kingdom that a lot of people didn't understand what that even meant. So they went, sealed the tomb, and they put guards in front of it. They, they established a high level of security and, and they established a high level of authority so no one could come in and steal the body. This is what I call a two-password authentication, kind of like when you, you forget your password for your email, you forget your password for your social media. Sometimes certain websites require a two-password authentication just to identify who you are, identify uh, access into, into that content. So they established guards in front of the tomb and they also established a seal that nobody would be even willing to trespass that level of authority because they knew that that would be almost like if it was suicide. So they wouldn't even be bold enough to confront these soldiers, much less even cross this seal of authority. So they sealed it off just in case somebody would come in and break in and take the body and make some crazy claim that he actually did resurrect. But here's the kicker. Little did they know, little did they know that the tomb was not a destination for Jesus. They failed to take into account that this was not a destination for him. This was not a destination. It was a transportation to salvation. It was transportation to destiny. It was transportation to freedom. It was transportation so we could have access to God. And it was a worldwide invitation into God's presence and a friendship and a family com a community and having a relationship with Jesus. Now, notice that we read out of Matthew. And this is interesting to me that only Matthew is the one that recognized the seal. Only Matthew recognizes that the soldiers were there and that the tomb was sealed off. So John doesn't mention a seal. Luke doesn't mention a seal. Mark doesn't mention a seal. But Matthew takes the time to recognize there was not only soldiers, Roman soldiers protecting the entry of this tomb. It was also, it was also sealed off with a Roman seal. This would be, high level security. Nobody would be bold enough to break through and trespass this area. So Matthew was a tax collector. He knew exactly what that meant. He recognized the highest Roman seal of authority. He knew what that meant and he knew what kind of trouble you would get into if anybody would be willing and bold enough to trespass. He recognized what was familiar to him. He recognized what had wrecked his life for so long. He knew exactly what that meant. And it's funny to me, oftentimes you could be born again, believer filled with the Holy Spirit. And then something or some, someone or something comes back into memory. Something comes back into your life and you're triggered in some kind of way. Maybe you smell something in the air that reminded, that reminded you of, of a past life or you, you, you see something, you hear something that triggers your memory and you recognize what is familiar. And Matthew recognized that seal of authority and he recognized what had wrecked his life for so long. And if you don't recognize 
what is holding you down, if you don't recognize what is the stronghold in your life that is limiting your capacity, you start to bond with what is binding you. I'll say that again. If you don't recognize what is holding you down, you start to bond with what is binding you. You get comfortable in that area. You begin to get familiar and you find yourself stuck after a certain amount of time. It just becomes normal to you. It's normal to live only up to this level. It's normal to live up to a limited capacity. It becomes familiar area and a comfortable space to just simply not break through the boundaries. The seal of authority was to prevent a break-in. The seal of authority was to prevent a breaking. Now, they failed to realize that the greater authority was actually on the inside. The greater authority was actually on the inside. They thought that they had some kind of power by putting soldiers and a seal on the outside of the tomb so nobody would come in and take the body of Jesus. And they failed to realize that inside that tomb was a higher level of authority. They never took into account that the greater authority, higher than theirs, was inside that tomb already. And there was never going to be a break in. However, there was going to be a breakout. There was never going to be a break in and there was only going to be a breakout. So there's a seal and the soldiers were able to keep the, uh, the disciples from breaking in. It accomplished to a certain level what they wanted it to do. The seal and the soldiers only kept the disciples and anyone else from breaking in. And it could not keep a Jesus from breaking out. And Jesus broke the seal and victory came from the inside. He rose again from that tomb on the third day and he broke that seal. The only one that could, the only one that had, that had a higher level of authority broke out from that tomb, broke the seal and victory came from the inside. And this is why this is so significant. The highest level of authority is inside of you. The highest level of authority is inside of you. If you're filled with the Holy Spirit and it's locked away and sealed with an exterior seal of authority, I don't know what that may be for you. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's some type of guilt or shame. Maybe you, you feel like you're limited by anxiety or maybe you're, you feel as if you're limited by depression. Maybe you struggle with a mental health or mental illness. Maybe it's physical illness in your body and you feel, you feel limited by that and it limits your capacity. Maybe it's addiction. Maybe you're struggling with some type of, a, uh, of addiction in your life. Maybe you struggle with breaking through generational curses. You know they exist. You know that they are there. Maybe you struggle with generational poverty and you're struggling to, to steward finances and you're struggling to break out of that limit. Maybe it's a lack of opportunity. Maybe you feel you haven't gotten your big break yet. You haven't gotten the opportunity that you're looking for. And all of these lies, allow we allow them to come in into our life and they set in and they become boundaries and thresholds and limiters to our capacity and our potential. And they all try to keep what God had already established inside of us. They all keep it in. And it's all a lie. And the authority, I want to remind you today, 
that the authority, the greater authority that God has placed is, is, is already inside of you. The greater authority is inside of you. There's nothing on the outside. There's no lie. There's no other limit that can come in that, that can have a higher level of authority to hold us down. And those have to be broken through. Those barriers have to be breaking, broken through. So I like what 1 John 4, 4 says, and it says, You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Now, I don't know about you, but that defines exactly what we're talking about. The one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. In other words, there is no other thing or person in the world that can hold you down or bind you down from the greater purpose that God has for your life or the calling that God has for your life or the potential and the capacity that God has already established in your life. And the, the greater authority is on the inside and it breaks through barriers and it has a much stronger authority than anything that could come and try to limit you on the outside. The spirit of the living God is a breakthrough spirit. I want, to, I want you to remember that the spirit of the living God is a breakthrough spirit. The Holy Spirit is a breakthrough spirit and not a break-in spirit. The authority breaks through from the inside out. Greatness is already on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit is what's driving your creativity. The Holy Spirit is what's driving those great ideas that you haven't established yet. The Holy Spirit is what's driving you to go and establish uh, that new ministry or go and speak to the, the, the people that you know that need to hear about salvation and they need to hear about Christ or they need to hear about, about Jesus and a, a, a better way of living. Our exterior way of living, our worship is only the expression of something that's already happening, happening on the inside. It's the expression and it represents the transformation that has happened already on the inside of us. And sometimes these limiters and these lies that we, that we tend to believe from time to time, they, they set in and they hold us back. And you're waiting, maybe somebody to, you're waiting for somebody to come and break in and pull you out of that rut. Maybe you're waiting on somebody to come and save you. Maybe you're waiting for somebody to come and lay hands and pray for you, which is great. And that's encouraged, but Maybe you're waiting for somebody to come in and inspire you. Maybe you're waiting on somebody to come in and discover you for some type of talent or gifting that you have. And I want to remind you tonight, remind you today that the seal of authority is the Holy Spirit inside of you. And the Holy Spirit is a greater authority than anything on the outside. So I want you to stop waiting for a break-in. Stop waiting for a handout. Stop waiting for something to just fall out of the sky and just magically pull you out from whatever situation you find yourself in. You have the authority to break out and to break through. I want to stop there and I want you to think, of the, think about that for a moment. You have the capacity and the power and the authority to stop waiting for a break-in and stop waiting for a handout. And you have the authority and the strength to break out and break through. Step out and step into that abundant life. Take hold of that promise with authority 
and step into what God is calling you today. You hear more about getting the Holy Spirit. Sometimes you hear more about getting the Holy Spirit. And oftentimes, maybe you don't hear enough about what to do once you have it. You hear a lot about getting baptized and getting filled with the Holy Ghost. And now what? You you make it to that point, but now what? Maybe you have that question. You have, okay, what's the next step? What do I do now? How do I establish the next thing? Maybe you allowed, maybe some time ago you allowed one of those lies to come in and set into your heart. You allowed one of those lies to come in and you locked up that authority and you allowed a limit over your life to come in and limit your capacity and limit your potential. Maybe you agreed with what somebody said. Maybe you agreed with whatever negative comment you heard and you became self-conscious. Maybe you agreed with the person that said you can't do it. Maybe you agreed with, with, with the comment that you heard you won't make it. Maybe you agreed with, with the one that said you're not enough. You never will be. Or this is just how it is. It's always going to be this way. Maybe, maybe all of a sudden you became convinced and you allowed that to become a limiter or a seal, a, a binding seal on the outside and you never allowed anything from the inside to break through that barrier. You have the spirit inside of you and maybe you have forgotten that it has a greater authority than the one that is on the outside opposing you. Maybe you need to be reminded today by listening to this word that the authority that you have and the power that you have inside of you is much greater than anything that can oppose you on the outside. The same authority that is in you is the same authority they wanted to lock up in the tomb. The Holy Spirit is the seal of authority in your life. Now, you can't hide your calling and your gift. If you're gifted, you're talented, you can't just sit and store that away just because somebody said that you couldn't do it or somebody said you couldn't accomplish that or just simply because somebody came in and made a negative comment. You can't store away greatness. You can't just seal it away and hide it so no one else can see just because they convinced you to not believe in yourself and they convinced you that you didn't have it. You didn't have the difference maker. Yes, you can have a calling and yes, you can have a career. You can accomplish that. Calling can be displayed on a platform and, and it can be displayed through a profession. And I, and I don't want you to be deceived and by, by the different functions that that happen inside of a church, oftentimes we believe and we think that only the ones that are on a platform or only the ones that are maybe leading some type of ministry or, or, or leading some type of function inside of the building. And that is not only, that is not the only calling and that is not the only way that we can serve God. And that is not the only way that we can achieve greatness. Now, there are so many different ways and it's in public that we demonstrate the fruits of the spirit. The scripture reminds us that we will be known by our fruits. So not only inside of the building and it's not only on a platform, it's not only when the lights come on on midweek Bible study and it's not only on a Sunday morning or midday service 
when when we show up to the building, we will be known by our fruits, the way that we live our life, the way that we treat others, the way that we talk to the 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 servers in the restaurant, the the way that the way that we talk to the bus driver, the way that we talk to anyone, the cashier at the store. Your calling is not defined by platforms or by the public. You're called by the living God and not by the public. God is the one that put that level of authority inside of you and not the people. It was the public that put Jesus on the cross and in the grave. People will turn around and backstab you. People will will stop believing on, in you and unhealthy people will make comments when they see you start growing, when they see you start winning and succeeding. You have to be careful with that and you have to be careful and protect yourself and set boundaries to where you don't allow negative comments or negativity into, into your life to limit you in any kind of way. They thought at that moment when Jesus was in the tomb, they thought that that was the end of Jesus. There was going to be no more teaching, no more prophetic word. They thought that that was the end of Jesus. They tried to keep Jesus locked down. They thought it was the end of Jesus, but it was actually the beginning of a new thing. And it was the, it was a new beginning. They thought that Jesus was losing. And in reality, Jesus was winning the biggest battle ever won. He defeated death. They thought that he was losing. And in reality, he was winning. How many times in your life have you felt that you were losing or maybe it looked like you were losing and somehow, some way God showed you, you were reminded that you were actually winning because God was on your side and God has the higher level of authority, the highest level. And somehow you were reminded that you were filled with the Holy Spirit and you have the greater level of authority. When it looked like you were losing, you were actually winning. You were actually advancing. You were actually living out the kingdom. Jesus was right there where he needed to be. He needed to be in that tomb. He told his followers, he told his disciples, it had to happen. He told his disciples and he told the people that believed in him, this is what has to happen. A son of man has to die and rise again on the third day. And I want to remind you today, you are where you need to be. Even though it might feel like you're losing, you're actually winning because God is on your side. And the one that is in you is greater than the one that is in the world. You are right where you need to be. You are right where you need to be. And even though it might seem like losing, you're actually ahead of the game and you're winning because you have the greater level of authority already inside of you. You are there to make a difference. Wherever you may be, you're there to make a difference in someone's life and take over spiritual territories. I want to encourage you with that. Maybe you've been thinking about leaving your job. Maybe you've been thinking about leaving your church. Maybe you've been thinking about leaving a group of people. But I want to remind you, you are there to make a difference in someone's life and take over spiritual territories. Maybe you feel as if you can't break through. I think everybody's been there at one point or another. We feel bound. We feel limited. We feel like some type of stronghold over our life. And you feel that you can't break through and you need help. You need somebody to pull you out. 
maybe maybe you feel as if you can't break through because of, of your experience with brokenness. You've seen this too many times before. You're, this level of, of brokenness is way too familiar. Maybe you feel as if you can't break through because you were broken and it led you to stop believing. And I want to read Exodus chapter 6, verse 6 to 9, and it says this, and this is a powerful word. Therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from being slaves to them, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. This is what God is telling Moses to go and tell the people, by the way. Verse 7 says, I will take you as my own people. This is God speaking, making promises. I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians, and I will bring you to the land I swore with uplifted hand to give Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. This is what verse 9 says. Moses reported this to the Israelites, but they did not listen to him because of their discouragement and harsh labor. Now, this was not just any word. This was not just anyone speaking. This was the living God speaking directly to Moses. Give this word to my people. He turns around and through obedience, he turns around and he, and he communicates this prophetic promise over the people. And they did not listen to him because of their discouragement and harsh labor. Now, what does that mean for us? How many times have you had somebody come around and, and encourage you? How many times have you heard the word of God come and nudge you? How many times have you felt the Holy Spirit uh, really come and push you? And somehow, some way, we failed to believe that word. We failed to take a step or move forward on that word because we've been discouraged. We've been through some things. We've experienced brokenness. We've had people walk out or we've had people turn around and maybe backstab us. We've been through some things and now we're discouraged and now not even a prophetic word can come in and shake us out of it. Maybe betrayal is keeping you from breaking out. Maybe somebody betrayed you in your life. Maybe somebody broke your confidence. Maybe somebody took advantage. Maybe... Maybe somebody came in and broke your trust. Maybe somebody came in and manipulated something in your life and you feel like you're losing. Discouragement is powerful if you let it set in. Discouragement will come in and become a limiter to your capacity and to your potential. And it will lock away that greatness inside of you. The people did not listen because of their discouragement and the harsh labor. They said, no, we've seen too much of this. We've been through too much of this. We've seen too much of this pain to believe that word. Even though it was the living God 
speaking and saying, you will be my people and I will be your God and we're going to be together. They said, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I've seen too much. We've been broken. We've been beaten. We've been pushed to our limits. Maybe this is just how it's going to be. Discouragement. They didn't believe God's word because they were discouraged and because of the harsh labor that they had already experienced. I don't know where you find yourself today. As you, as you hear this, as you listen to this, maybe you ask yourself, how can I break through if my family has been broken? If I come from a broken family, how is it that I can break through? How can I break through if I don't know what breakthrough is supposed to look like? How can I break through if I don't know where I'm supposed to break through? How do I, how do I break through strongholds if I don't feel the strength to even stand up on my own two feet? Maybe that's the kind of questions you've been asking because of your discouragement and the type of experiences and letdowns that you've had in your life. And I want to remind you with this, that the highest level of authority is with you and inside of you. Now, Daniel 6 is a, is a powerful chapter. And the story of Daniel is fascinating to me. Because in Daniel 17, Daniel got locked away and he was guarded. And this was a very similar type and figure that we see to the life of Jesus and what he experienced in death and being placed in that tomb. Now, this is what Daniel 6.17 says, And a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den. This is where Daniel is placed in the lion's den. They didn't expect him to come out. They didn't expect him to live through the night. And a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den. And the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords, that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. And this is powerful because they come in and they seal it away. Nobody would be willing or bold enough to come in and tamper because they knew and they recognized the king's signet ring. They knew what that meant. And if somebody would come in and tamper and trespass, it would mean a world of trouble for their life. But the purpose was this. They came in and sealed it away, not wanting, to, not wanting for Daniel to escape or somebody to come in and help him. And, they, and this is what scripture says, that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. No exterior authority can lock in your purpose. Nobody can come in and change regardless of what level of negativity they had to say or how many times they walked out on you or how many times they let you down. Nobody can come in and lock in your purpose with any level of negativity on your life. No exterior seal can keep you locked in. No exterior seal can keep and lock away the greatness that God has already planted in your life. You weren't born to live bound. You weren't created to live bound up. You weren't created to be limited. The lie they spoke over you and the lie they spoke to you can't keep you locked in. 
break out and break through, the highest seal of authority is inside of you. And I want you to grab a hold of that word and I want you to remember that. I don't know what your seal may be. Everybody's different. Maybe you're listening to this for a specific reason. or Maybe you want to share it with somebody, but everybody has a different type of seal that they struggle through. Maybe it's negativity. Maybe you struggle with a self-sabotage. Maybe you struggle with, with, with the feeling of being canceled or imposter syndrome, or, or maybe you've already been pushed away or casted out by, by a group of people. Maybe it's fear or shame or something that happened in your life and you're struggling with the guilt of that experience. Maybe it was something that was done to you against your will and you're struggling with that shame, with depression, mental illness. I don't know what your seal could be. Physical illness, maybe addictions, generational curses, some type of lie somewhere at some point began to set roots in your life and make you feel as if you were limited and bound and tied down. And I want to remind you today, it's time to break through limit. It's time to break through that barrier. It's time to grab a hold of that authority that God has already placed inside of you and call it out and call out greatness and go and break through that barrier. If the highest level of authority is inside of you and the highest level of power is already inside of you, that means that we have to grab a hold of that promise and grab a hold of scripture and grab a hold of the scripture that says, greater is he that is in you than, than the one that is in the world. That is facts. That is truth. That is life. That is freedom. That is destiny. That is destination. And you got to grab a hold of that and break through the barrier because greatness will have the authority, not just strength, not just brute strength, but you have the divine authority to break through barriers and get to the highest level. The highest seal of authority is on the inside of you. The seal of the Holy Spirit is your seal of authority. There's nothing that can change that. There's nothing that anyone can say. There is not negativity. There is not enough negativity in this world that can come in and place a seal of limitations over your life unless you allow it. If we forget the word, if we forget the power that we have inside of us, then anything on the outside can come in and take over. And I want to remind you this, the disciples forgot, the, the Jesus followers forgot what Jesus had already talked about. That's why they were so surprised when he resurrected. They had forgot. And sometimes we, we have amnesia. We forget the word. We forget the truth. We forget. It's like, hey, wait a minute. I don't have to live like this. I don't have to be in this position. I don't have to be rem reminding myself and torturing myself over this experience. I don't, have to, I don't have to believe the lies of negativity that somebody came and placed on me. I don't have to believe these things and I don't have to apply these things. I have the Holy Spirit. I have the authority and it's time to break through barriers. It's time to break through barriers. I don't know what you're struggling with. 
I don't know what type of illness, physical illness, or what type of mental illness, or what, what type of seal. I don't know what the title of that seal may be for your life. And what I do know, and what I want you to grab a hold of, and I want to remind you today of, is that the greatness that you have inside of you is powered by the Holy Spirit. Your calling was planted by God himself. You were placed on this earth with a purpose. You were placed on this, on this earth with a calling. Your life means something. And it's much greater, the authority that is inside of you, it's much greater than the lie that somebody placed on the outside of you. And maybe it's that lie that locked away greatness for such a long time. And I want to remind you today, it's time to break out and it's time to break through. Step out of it and step into a new life. Step out of the fear and step into freedom. It's now. Now is the time. The greater seal of authority is coming from the inside and it has to break out from the inside out. And when you begin to allow the transformation to set in in your life on, on the inside, you begin to rewire your mind and you begin to believe and grab a hold of God's promises. You begin, you begin to grab a hold of that power that God had placed inside of you. You begin to reach new limits because now you're breaking through barriers. You're breaking through the lies and you're breaking through the limitations. And, and now you're seeking and searching for the, the true potential. And now you're reaching and surpassing capacities. And now you're learning and you're growing and deconstructing from the lies and reconstructing under faith and God's word and a new foundation. And now is a time for a new beginning. And it's time for a new life. It's time for abundant life. And it's time for kingdom life. And I want to encourage you with that today. Greatness breaks barriers because the power of authority, the highest level of authority is already inside of your life. And I'll leave you with this. And I want you to remember you are called, you are seen, and you are loved. And that's the truth. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's podcast and you found this helpful in some way, let us know about it. I would love to connect with you on social media. In the description below, you will find the links. You can also visit the blog page where you can find more helpful content like this at inspired2inspired.org. That's inspired, the number two, inspired.org. And you will be able to find the links also in the description below. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on anything. I encourage you to help us reach others by rating, leave a review or share it on social media. And that would mean so much to me. And I'll be very, very appreciative of that. In the meantime, continue moving forward in the direction God is leading you. Continue taking steps closer and becoming who God has intended you to be so you can be impactful in every area of your life. God bless. And we'll see you on the next one.